Welcome to your favorite podcast, Los Pepes. As many were asking, today we're going to talk about the long-awaited character Paulo Emilio Escobar Gaviria, alias El Patrón. Escobar was born on December 1st, 1949 in Rio Negro, Colombia, and it's the third of seven siblings. Since he was little, he learned the importance of money and in his early years as a teen, together with his cousin Gustavo Gaviria, they worked in a headstone factory. That's where their first illegal act of him ran. He was stealing the marble headstones. He started from the bottom, but at the age of 20, he was already smuggling merchandise. What many did not expect is that a short time later, he would be exporting 15 tons of illicit substances to the United States. Although Escobar never tasted the white powder, he despised those who were addicts because he believed them to be weak. He learned together with his cousin Gaviria everything they had to know about the illicit business. This was, this was made possible by Alfredo Gomez Lopez, who saw great potential in Escobar since he handled everything with caution, serenity, and in the most critical moments, he looked for the best solutions. As time passed, he rose through ranks. He became his own boss and earned the respect and love of his colleagues and people of his town, as many describe him, to be honest and supportive. In 1974, he created the Medellin Cartel that was in charge of the production, export, and sale of the magic powder. He came to control 80% of the drug that entered the U.S. and fulfilled his promise of having a million pesos by the age of 25. One of the most well-known motives of him by all is silver or lead. He realized that thanks to this, he got everything he wanted. His next goal was to enter the world of Colombian politics and become the next president. He was very close to a corrupt politician named Santofino Botero, And he guided him down the path of politics and taught him to be much more violent, how to speak in pu public debates, radio, and answer tough um, press questions. To have more reach to the people of Medellin, he bought many votes and spent a large sum of money to help people in need. He also committed 633 attacks and left more than 3,000 dead people and more than 1,000 injured. One of the cruelest attacks was the bomb of the Abianca plane. It was a commercial airplane that traveled from Bogota to Cali. The attack was initially directed at Cesar Gaviria, who was a presidential candidate. Fortunately for Gaviria, he decided for security reasons at last minute to take a private plane. The United States began to become more involved in the Escobar case because among those killed in the commercial flight, three Americans died. Escobar was responsible for many murders of important people who constantly fought the end 
of drug trafficking in Colombia, such as Guillermo Cano Isasa, director of the newspaper El Espectador. Escobar had a fortune of $25,000 million and invested it in things like luxurious farms like the Napolis, that is now a touristic destination and a zoo with many exotic animals that he imported from different parts of the world. There were many exotic artists with women brought from Brazil and many girls under the age of 18. On June 19, 1991, Escobar signed an agreement with the Colombian government to turn himself in and be imprisoned in his own prison called La Catedral. But this was anything but a prison. It had luxurious rooms, a gym, a soccer field, and several recreational rooms. Due to several criticism from the press, knowing of the conditions in which he was in that place, the government was forced to decide to trans transfer him to a real cell with high surveillance. Escobar found out about this and decided to escape on July 21st, 1992. Escobar knew that he was in crosshair of the U.S. and Colombian government, not to mention that all the drug traffickers that hated him wanted to kill him. Pablo Escobar gave up and called his family to say goodbye. Escobar died on a rooftop on December 2nd, 1992. Hugo Aguilar, a police commander, restored the peace of Colombia by killing him with a shot to the head. Thank you all for tuning in and hearing a small part of his story. If you'd like a part two, let me know and I'll be more than happy to do it. Bye! See you next time!